Are you ready? Oh yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 98, a special episode, a full preview of E3 2018. Uh, we wanted to make sure we got a chance to preview that for everybody in the community, and to be honest, we're just not really going to have time on a regular episode to, to kind of run through everything. We'll do predictions on 99 next week, but I uh, wanted to take some time to run through uh, just a preview of what we're looking forward to at the show this year and what we expect to see. So uh, before we jump in, though, I want to say hi to our two co-hosts, as always, Graham and Steve. Graham, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing good. Um, it might be surprising for people to know this, but uh, I did a Drunk Souls stream on Twitch. Yep. And it did what it was set out for me to do, and that was <laughs> get drunk from dying. Yeah. I... I don't really know how far I got into the game, but I know how far I got that day before I end up sleeping. Not that long. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, if you want to check out the old stream on Twitch, it's pretty pretty entertaining. It's explicit, just so you guys know. I did swear a fair bit. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's uh, it's archived on Twitch for anybody that wants to go watch uh, the past video. Steve, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, you know, it's right in the middle of the three-day weekend, so... Yep. I'll have a couple more days to play some video games, and that's always nice. Uh, what about you, Tyler? I'm pretty good. Uh, not in the middle of a three-day weekend for me, but um, looking forward to talking about E3. It's kind of what we look forward to every year. It's like Christmas in summer for gamers. Yep. And uh, a lot of good stuff that we think is coming this year. So, um, again, this won't be a predictions episode, everybody. This is more of a preview. Predictions will be on episode 99 next week. So let's jump in, and we're going to start, we're going to hit conference by conference, everybody, we're going to start with EA, Electronic Arts, and uh, we already heard that Madden's coming out on the 7th of August, I imagine we'll see like a little snippet of it like we normally do, just some real brief stuff about Madden this year, we'll probably get more of a deep dive into FIFA, you know, in that 5-10 minute range, showing off FIFA, but there's really no doubt about the two games we're going to, I think, see the most here. And that's Battlefield Five and Anthem. Yes. So, you know, I want to throw out a... If, first of all, do you guys think we'll see anything different? Are, are you anticipating any sort of, like... Do, do you think, without going into predicting, do you think we'll see anything that's like, oh, we weren't thinking of that at all? Yes. You do? Okay. And hopefully, I know kind of what you're thinking of, and I'm assuming you're going to let that drop on on episode 99 um but do they need to do more than just anthem and battlefield here like steve what's at stake for ea in this conference um not much of anything like i guess they kind of have to recover from the debacle of battlefront um, but I think they've already kind of like started doing that by take like mentioning that there's no micro or yeah no microtransactions like loot crate wise for Battlefield or yeah Battlefield Five and it's only like cosmetic stuff. Um, so I think getting that out there already has kind of helped. So as long as they don't, as long as they don't make it so Anthem looks like like hot trash or Battlefield Five, which I I doubt will happen. Uh, I don't think. There's that much pressure on EA, this this conference. Okay, fair enough. I disagree, though. I think there's actually a decent amount of pressure. Because Battlefield fans are Battlefield fans. They're going to buy the game. Right? Yes. Uh, I think they are all in on Anthem, and they have a lot to prove this year. Because there are some people that we know of that aren't super high on Anthem. Like, they think it looks good, but they think it's like an, kind of a knockoff of Destiny. Um. Graham, are you truly excited for Anthem? Because you weren't that big into Destiny. Like, how excited are you for Anthem? See, when I hear the comparisons to the uh, <laughs> Destiny, I was going to say the Division. Uh, when I hear the comparisons to Destiny, it really like it kind of irks me or scares me. Um, and another thing too, you're talking about EA is this is Bioware too, and with 
the debacle that was Andromeda, there is a lot of pressure, maybe not on EA as much, but on Bioware. Like, Anthem has to hit it right. And I really don't like comparisons to Destiny. I can see it, yes, when I, when, I, when they showed the little um, the gameplay footage or whatever like that. I don't Was that gameplay footage? I think it was, right? A little bit. I think we saw a little it very bit. little bit, yeah. But I'm sure we're going to see lots of gameplay footage this time. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. going to be playable for people. So that's going to determine a lot. And I'm, I'm hoping, and I think they would like to separate themselves from Destiny as well. So I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, Battlefield Five, yeah, they do push. There's no microtransactions. Like <laughs> that seems to be the thing we got to tell people yeah. because th- that is one thing that now kind of left a bad taste for anytime anybody's ears. EA now they're like, oh, so they they're they're doing a good job. Damage control. I agree with Steven. but yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for the Anthem. Yeah, I, I mean I'm excited for it. But the problem is like where you're coming from. We don't really know that much about it yet. No. We just know that it, it has a lot of promise. It looks like a huge world and with a lot of possibilities. So this is the year I think we're going to get a lot of answers on what this game is going to be. This will be the last year it's shown in D3 before it's actually released. So, Well, assuming it doesn't get delayed again. Again, but they have said next spring. So, but, and I, and I would anticipate we'll see it then. But, uh, I, and I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about Anthem. We'll put it that way. Uh, Bioware, and I know this is Bioware's A team. Their A team was not working on uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, but Bioware still has something to prove here because their last sounding was not you know exactly great. So yeah, I mean I can I can see the the pressure being on for Anthem, but I, I feel like overall like they might have the least pressure. On them, maybe Ubisoft. I don't know. But... No, I'd say Bethesda. <laughs> wow. So, Steve, let me ask you: What does EA have to do to win E3? You know, we all care about like who <laughs> wins. Can E can EA win? I I'm gonna be honest I, with you. I'll go first. I don't think they can. But go ahead. I don't think they can either. They have to put. There has to be like five or six games come out that no one expected that are all gonna be amazing, um, and to win. But I just don't see it happening uh, at all. Yeah, so yeah I, how about you? I don't think EA can compete with the heavy hitters. So, yeah, they're, they're not going to win. Hopefully they do well. Like, everyone hopes everyone does well, but I, they're not going to win, no. Okay. Any chance we see a new Need for Speed? No. Because really the last That's... two have not been received that well. Yeah, that's almost predictions, but... <laughs> I know. But, I mean, I guess, well, we could turn it into, like, do they need it? I, I don't know that they do. The, the last two Need for Speeds have not sold all that well. Yeah, I almost don't think there'll be another Need for Speed for for quite a minute. Yeah. And really, the problem for EA, A, their conference is, honestly, kind of boring. Yeah, so, just not the most exciting thing in the world. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think it would take... What would need to happen for EA for it to be just a complete disaster and everybody saying, man, I, this is really rough for them. Uh, if Anthem looks like dog shit, <laughs> yeah. that's, that, that's pretty much all it would take. Um, or if they announce some form of, you know, microtransactions across Battlefield as well, mixed with just ultimate team only modes in, in uh, FIFA and Madden. Yeah. If they did all of that, then yes, that'd be a disaster. But honestly, if Anthem looks like crap, I think that's bad for for EA. Like that makes it close to a disaster. Yeah, I I agree. Graham, how about you? Yeah, I agree for the most part. Like uh, we know Battlefield Five, it's it's going to be good and stuff like that. So it's not really a worry. But yeah, Anthem is a big one where they got to get right and. I, I just don't, when you have all these people up on stage and it's just like waste our time and it's boring and just like filler, like I really hope they don't do that because some people are just turned off right away, which could be result in being disastrous. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Okay. Fair enough. So that wraps up for EA. Let's move on. 
We're going to do Square Enix and CD Projekt Red together. Steve, let's uh, get a little bit of a preview from you. What do you kind of expect to see from those two companies? They're both probably going to have pretty short, like, video-type um, conferences. But what do you expect to see from each? Um, I, I expect to see Cyberpunk from CG Project Red. And I expect to see um, Rise of the Tomb or Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. And I I think Kingdom Hearts, though they might save that for like PlayStation. Uh, they'll probably show it during their conference. Um, and I hope uh, they'll, they'll show some stuff about the Final Fantasy VII remake. And I mean, that's all that's like probably guaranteed between those yeah. three. Or the two, the three games and the two companies. Um, but, you know, they, they might surprise us with some other stuff. Uh, maybe in the predictions we'll, we'll have a surprise or two. But yeah, that's that's what I think is going to be shown. Okay. Graham, how excited are you for these two? Uh, well, let's say these this one because the only one I'm pretty much excited. Well, okay. The other one you mean uh, CD Project Red. Yep. So I'm definitely excited for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, like, super excited like i'm gonna blow through that game so fast and i can't wait i actually started playing the first tomb raider just because i, I don't even know what happened like i downloaded it or whatever and i just got the, the itch like it's an offline game where it's, it's pretty linear but it's like got some fun exploration totally loving that game uh, i'm gonna go through rise and yeah i'm totally excited for shadow tomb raider and totally excited for cd project red cyber uh, cyberpunk 2077 now i don't know exactly when that one's coming out um hopefully it's not conflicting with any other big releases at the time because i really want to sink my teeth deep into that game uh they're the makers mm -hmm. of the witcher 3 which arguably one of the greatest games i ever played like it's up there with breath of the wild 100 percent. and yeah like they've They've proven that they make solid games, so I'm super excited to see some kind of gameplay. Like, I don't really know what the hell this game is about, so I'd like some kind of direction just to get excited, and then I'll probably end up pre-ordering it. Sure. I, I'm i not quite as excited for Cyberpunk as you are. I know you're really hyped for it, but I am really excited for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and I yeah. do want to see this um, during the conference, and... Also excited for Kingdom Hearts. I, I do want to see what that has to offer. Never played one of them before. I know Steve's really, really high on them. Mm -hmm. I do want to see kind of more of what it's about. See some gameplay. And finally, hopefully get a release date on that game. So I, I think between those three games, I mean, there's a lot of potential there for these shows. But I don't think they're going to be really long conferences. They're not going to be the type of formal thing that we're going to see from... You know, EA or Ubisoft, Bethesda, when it comes to developers uh, during EA. But we'll see some stuff there that'll get people excited. And I think we'll see some of these games during each of the other, like the big three uh, uh, conferences on Sunday and Monday. Yes, and into, I agree. into Tuesday, especially at the Microsoft and Sony. We'll see more of the games that we're talking about here at each of those as well. So I, I don't know that... I mean, I could ask the standard questions like what would it take for them to win? I don't think there's any way for them to win, and they're not trying to win. They're just trying to get some hype around their game. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, I and I don't think there's anything disastrous that could come out of these either. No. Um, unless the games just look terrible. But I, I feel like if, it, if that was the case, they wouldn't even do a conference because neither of them in the past have done conferences. So yeah. I, I feel like most – we're going to get probably what we expect and – and we're going to be happy with it. Yep. Or at yeah. least I will be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So let's move on well, to... Oh, go ahead, Graham. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I was going to say, like, for CD Projekt Red, just have, like, a conference for one game. Like, I'm guessing they're going to have a substantial amount of video for it. Like, I'm, well, but Graham, oh, keep in mind, this is probably going to be, like, 20 minutes or 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, the some of these shorter ones, like the video only, like even Nintendo is usually like 30, 40 minutes. That's true. So we're not going to see an hour and a half of this. It's going to be, we're going to show off a little bit of what the game can do. Some of the mechanics in it, probably a, an official trailer, and that's going to be about it. I, I guess, I'm guessing from them, 
And we'll probably get some stuff too on maybe some other things, maybe um, like Gwent and some other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the cyberpunk part goes, I, I bet you we at most get 10 to 15 minutes on that. So, and, and I could be wrong, but yep. that, that would be definitely excited for it though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So let's move on to Ubisoft, a company like EA has at times had some not so good E3 moments. And maybe maybe saying not so good isn't fair, but definitely awkward. Mm-hmm. Back in the days where Aisha Tyler hosted the conference, uh, and it was not, it just seemed, it just felt really awkward and weird. Yes, I agree. So, last year they didn't do that. This year I'm hoping they don't either. We'll see. No, Nothing official announced yet as far as that goes, like who's hosting, what's happening. But... We're pretty sure we're going to see some specific games. Or we know we're seeing Skull and Bones. They already announced that. And there's some other games that Ubisoft has coming that we're really looking forward to. And maybe some surprises as well. So, Steve, let me ask you, how surprised do you think we're going to be by Ubisoft? Do you think it's going to be kind of what we expected? Because I imagine we'll see Division 2 and Skull and Bones. Do you anticipate a lot beyond that? Yeah, I could see them dropping a couple titles that haven't been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, there were those leaks that came out, and so, yeah. you know, we're... But again, I don't want to predict anything mm-hmm. right now, so we'll save that for 99. But I, I think there, it's not just going to be those two games. I think we're going to see a lot. They, what I'm looking for is gameplay and release dates and, yeah. like, how much that makes sense. Because if they don't show game trailers... The, but the release date's, you know, six months from now. I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> sure. And I would guess we'll see a lot of stuff around the crew, too, as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So all that stuff involved there. We'll we'll see some DLC-type things. We might get some South Park DLC showing off, possibly. Grandma, how fired up are you for Ubisoft, and what are you kind of looking forward to there? You know, the one that I'm most excited for probably is skull and bones yeah. um i'm just wondering what direction they're going to go in with, with comparison to sea of thieves because i feel like they're maybe they delayed it because they're like like seeing what sea of thieves and how people are reacting and see what they can fix or change like i don't know exactly the reason that's just my speculation mm-hmm. uh, another one too I'm just curious how the gameplay and how it's going to be is the Division 2. Because, um, and I'm wondering what the release date is. Because we know how when the Division, how many times did that get delayed? Two, three times? Like, yeah, at least amount. a couple. So I've got a feeling that might happen again, but maybe not. Because the Division is actually doing quite well now. The player base is pretty strong. And I'm almost, almost, almost tempted to just go back and see what changes have been made and see if it does give me a little more hype for the the the, the division too. So, yeah. yeah. And they're they're going all in on it. What we haven't mm-hmm. heard of at all from them is anything on Assassin's Creed. Nothing. So we we might officially be away from the yearly model and it's just on every other year or every three years or whatever it's going to end up being. We'll see. We also haven't heard anything on Watch Dogs at all in a, nope. in a long time. So we, that might either be gone or just further down the pipeline. For, for me, we need to see some good stuff of Skull and Bones. We need to see more than just the trailer. The trailer looked awesome. I want to see some actual gameplay. What does that game actually look like when you have the controller in your hand? And I'd like to see maybe a little bit of South Park stuff. Um, I'm not sure what else I really want from Ubisoft, except just don't be really weird and awkward this time around. Yeah, please. Yeah. I don't know how... I. I don't see a path to victory at E3, quote-unquote victory, for Ubisoft. Usually who wins E3, let's be honest, comes down to Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo. Yep. But do you guys see... That says an honorable mention. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But do you guys see a path for Ubisoft to get there? 
I mean, if they come out with like five games that we weren't expecting on top of the ones we are expecting, then sure. Um, that look amazing and are coming out soon. Um, I can think of one that I think that we haven't talked about uh, that I'm looking forward to. I'll just say it, Splinter Cell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not predicting it, but on here. But if, you know, if they show Splinter Cell, I, I could be pumped for that. I, I don't. But I'm with you. I don't see how they can win if if they don't do that. Yeah, and I yeah. and I'm I should mention we'll see more of Beyond Good and Evil too as well. We saw that last year, oh, yeah. and it looked I mean it looked pretty good, but we haven't heard really much about it at all since last June. So we'll see that. We'll see definitely more of that. And, and Steve, I agree with you. I mean, we saw it in the leak, the law, the Walmart Canada leak with Splinter Cell. So. Cat might be out of the bag there, but we've seen some things get confirmed out of that and some turn out to just be nowhere near correct so far. So who knows? Yeah. But, or at least they don't appear to be correct. Cause I'll be honest, like this time of year, I don't believe anything any of them says when they, when they, whenever they say things like it's not coming out for a long time, I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it's all after we get three, three and don't see it at all. Cloak and dagger stuff from yep. all of them. Yep. So, anything else on Ubisoft, guys? Uh, one thing I was just going to say mm-hmm. about Skull and Bones. Sure. Um, like, they also did uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, right? So, they might take a bunch of, like, the ship battling and all that stuff and incorporate it. So, they kind of have a good base. So, this could help make it the game even better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not worried about the ship battling. I'm worried about, like, what there is to do in the world besides player yes. combat. Yeah. What can we interact with? Is this a PVE game? Is this all PVP? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So that's what I'm looking forward to um, as far as that game's concerned because I don't want Sea of Thieves Ubisoft's version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same, same here. I, I do and, anticipate it'll be more than that. And I, I think we'll have a single-player story behind it too, which will help. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big right. game, yeah. All right. Let's move into some of the bigger ones now. Let's start with Bethesda, a, a company, a developer that's had, developer slash publisher, I should say, that had some really solid press conferences the last two years, especially last year. So, Graham, I want to go to you. What are you anticipating seeing from them this year? Well, what, what do we know? And what are you looking forward to? I know that they have some IPs up their sleeve. Uh, I know we know of Starfield. Don't quite know what that game is all about. Um, so I'm sure we're going to get more information on that. Um, I won't get into predictions because uh, there's definitely a lot of ways they can go down the prediction road. So we're definitely going to see that. Um, I'm trying to think what other big ones that we have. We're going to see Rage 2. Yeah, Rage 2. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Rage 2. And I don't know really what their main focus will be on. Like, uh, Rage 2, that cat's been out of the bag now, so I don't see him placing a lot of eggs into that basket. So, it's going to be Starfield. I think they're going to have some surprises. Uh, I think they're going to have some great announcements, mm-hmm. like, things coming, like, real soon. But, no, I'm definitely looking forward just to see how their layout's going to be and how they're going to present it. So, I think they they know how well they did last year, so I think they're going to try to stay on that same track. And, like I said, if, if it ain't broken, right, why fix it? So, they're like... I, I think they'll stick with their same uh, same plan as last year. What do you guys think? I, I think, well, first of all, I think there's a chance we might see a pretty short show from them this year, like an hour. Mm-hmm. If it's longer than that, then, no, they they, are, then they have stuff we haven't heard of at all. They, they already said it's going to be their longest show yet. Okay, there you go. So there's a really good chance that we're going to see stuff we haven't even thought of. Yeah, I'm stoked. So... Yeah. I anticipate being surprised by them as much or more than any other show during the E3 weekend. And they, they've kind of had a knack for that so far already. Yeah. They, and uh, they are, are the one conference that like, I am so hyped for that it, their failure would be just based on what they, they keep trying to like, they keep hyping their conference up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they say it's going to be the longest, but they haven't really shown many games that are, like, guaranteed, so you don't know what to expect. So they are the company that could fail 
not the hardest. There's one more and we'll touch upon in yeah. a little bit of who can fail even harder. But they're one of the ones, at least non-hardware console, uh, of the companies that make the consoles are concerned. They, they have more to lose. Because I feel like I'm just going to be more deflated than anything else. And it's going to yeah. be like, ugh. I agree. And that, it may not be a bad conference, but like if I didn't, it, it just seems like we're we're ready for a surprise or, or three, and and probably more than that, just because of how long they say it's going to be. So if that doesn't work out, then that's to me is a failure for them because they, I'm hyping this up. <laughs> yeah, they have yeah, the like, curse. They have the curse of high expectations because of what they've done the last two to three years. Yes, and we we're not seeing a whole lot of stuff that we at least 100 percent know about. So we're all, of course, assuming we're going to get blown away with some stuff. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, if this turns into like last year's Sony, which was a little disappointing, that could be deflating. And it's not even that Sony last year was bad. They weren't. It's that we're just so used to them being better than that, that it was a little disappointing. And I, I think Bethesda has the most to lose if they don't bring a strong lineup. But I, I can't imagine them not saying it's the longest show they're going to have or will mm-hmm. have had. So we'll see. Uh, is there any path to Bethesda winning E3? I, I still say no. Graham, I know you're probably going to go different on this. But I still say no. I think it comes to the big three, the actual console makers when it comes to this. But give me give me how you think Bethesda can actually win. How they can win? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, if they come out with some... Uh... Elder Scrolls, like like maybe a definitive release date, even if it's like a year down the road. Um, if they come out with another um, a mobile game that's going to be out like right away, and if they announce like I don't know like three two IPs that we never heard of that looks amazing, and if like Starfield is like oh it is out this year or something like that, they 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 have the potential to win it. Like it's tough when you're up against those top three, but they're definitely strong fourth pushing for third, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'm even higher than that, Graham. Um, I think they're, they have more, they're better this year than Nintendo. Um, based on what I think we're getting from Nintendo this year, I, I'd put Bethesda as a third, like dark horse candidate to win. And I do think they can win. And like you said, the elder Scrolls six, a Fallout like New Vegas two um, could be happening, um, yeah. or like like a spinoff. Even in the Elder Scrolls series, not a mainline Elder Scrolls game, but a, a spinoff. Maybe even like a Fallout Online. We could see one of those potentially. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot that and and a couple new IPs. I think we're gonna get a new IP from Bethesda this year for sure. I think so. I think so. Um, at least one. So you know, I do think they have the potential to win just because I. I don't think the other ones. I think it's a kind of a weak year for the for the big three, to be honest. That's I, why I think Bethesda could win, because I Sony seems we'll talk about them in 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 a little bit as well. I I, I don't think we're gonna see as much as we have in the past from them. Mm-hmm. So I I just think Bethesda has the this is the year that one of the non big three companies wins E three. It could be, could be. Okay. Yeah, I. I mean, I see where you're coming from, and it's possible they could kind of sneak in. I think best case scenario for them would be being seen as like second place, maybe, maybe third, which still is a hell of a good showing when you're a developer, not a console maker. Mm-hmm. So, because I, I personally think Nintendo isn't going to show us a whole lot beyond what we already know. See, I kind of disagree with you guys in the Nintendo department. I know you guys call me Nintendo fanboy and stuff like that. <laughs> well, let's Nintendo talk about that. man! <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about that. So, Nintendo's up next. Let's move into the big three. Yeah. And Nintendo will be the last one to go, Graham. Um, they will have, and it's all video conference, and that, for me, takes some points away from it to start with. Yes. But what do you, what do you think we're going to see? But I'm talking, well... I don't know how much of Metroid Prime 4 we're going to see. Uh, I know people want a lot from this, but I won't be surprised if it's still... They'll maybe a little bit of a, more of a teaser. Nothing nothing definitive for a release date. I'd be really surprised. That would be amazing. 
we know Super Smash Brothers is coming. Uh, yeah. They're definitely going to put a, a lot of focus into that because that's mainly what the people want more than anything. Like that's one of the biggest franchises out there. Um, we know there's a Pokemon game coming. Uh, people are super excited mm-hmm. for Pokemon. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but there was a, a leak on, um, was it an Amazon site? I think it was, uh, but Mega Man 11 is will be coming out in October. It mm-hmm. was, uh, it was put up on the, a website by, or Sony. That's what it was. It was on the PlayStation store, mm-hmm. uh, for UK, I think. So yeah. we know, we know those are coming. Uh, we know that Yoshi game is coming. So Nintendo has a lot of games coming out right now. And, I'm sure there's going to be some third-party surprises. Uh, we're not going to make any predictions right now. Uh, probably going to be some remasters. Mm-hmm. So I think Nintendo has an opportunity to have a good conference. The big thing, like you said, you lose points because it's a pre-recorded video on, and sometimes it's super cheesy, and you watch yeah. a guy snap his fingers all <laughs> conference, all video long. Yeah. But some people like that, though, right? It, it kind of like appeals to their, like the people that are trying to like uh be custom for so sure. yeah okay I, I think they have good opportunity okay for me i i think we know we're gonna see smash brothers and we know we're gonna see uh a couple other games maybe metroid although i really doubt it i think we're gonna see more pokemon i think we're gonna see pokemon we're gonna see smash brothers and anything else that we see is gonna be a snippet well yoshi you'll see a lot of because uh, maybe that game's pretty in depth yeah so, but if it's that laser focused and it's just a, a few things, we're not going to see anything Zelda related, most likely. And we're most likely not going to see anything, you know, real Mario related. I don't. Here's the problem they face, too. They're the last one to go. And yeah. it's and it's not last one to go like Sony is on Monday night where there's still a lot of excitement. It's almost like fatigue at that point. And it's all video. It's not live, so you don't get the live audience. You don't get that excitement in the crowd. I I think this one generally, it, it's easy for them to be seen as a letdown. Steve, what do you think? Yeah, I I don't see this being a great conference showing for Nintendo. I mean, I'm interested in Smash Bros. Of course, but it's not like I'm as as interested in that as I am in like the last of us two or like the stranding type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's, or even Zelda or Mario. It's not enough to get me pumped. Yeah. Um, I, I think another, well, again, no, I will avoid the predictions and for the, for this episode. Um, I think we'll see a couple other games that you guys didn't mention and I'll talk about those on Friday. Sure. Um, but I, I, I don't see, um, I don't think there's any way for them to win it unless we get a new Zelda game um that that could win it for him if we get a new yeah. like breath of the wild 2 though they've never mm-hmm. ever done sequel no titles well that's not entirely well uh, they've done origins and ages yes or okay seasons right, and ages. I said. there's there wasn't it's not entirely true but i i don't i almost don't see it happening in fact i don't see it happening but that's no. the only way i think they could win is if they come out with the zelda or metro prime or both then okay. then they could win but okay yeah i don't see it all right so let's move into the final two the big two the two it normally comes down to and this year it's kind of weird like one is in a considerable position of strength and the other one is the definite like underdog that almost comes limping in so we're going to start with the underdog microsoft we know the problems games, guys. We all know that. We've talked about it on the show. Yes. Like, we're even going to talk about like what they need because we know they need games. But what kind of games do they need? What is it going to take for them to plant their flag and say that, that we are back on the right track and have people really, really excited coming out of that show? I'll go first. Sure. They need yeah. a game that can compete with God of War. So Fable could potentially mm-hmm. do it. Um, that'd be a start. They need a, a good JRPG like Lost Odyssey 2 um, or even or a new IP. They need um, – actually, they probably need a second like open – they need a new IP on top of that, uh, on top of like Fable. 
And then they need to show like Halo 6 or Gears 5. And okay. then and probably another two or three IPs coming in the next in the near future. Yeah. Like not necessarily this year, but but in the next 2 years. And that that was will be the only way they don't like fail in the, mm-hmm. in my in my mind to so be honest. So for me, Graham, real quick before you go. Yeah. Uh, for them to truly say we win, I think they have to show Halo 6 for this year as a monster surprise. I think they've got to show a JRPG, even though I don't have much interest in that genre. A lot of people do. And it's got to, it doesn't have to necessarily come out this year, but they've got to show proof of like existence of one that they're not going to cancel. And, and then finally, they've got to show a serious like action adventure game that is a competitor to either God of War or Uncharted. That or is, Horizon. Yeah, that is Xbox exclusive and has the look of those types of games. Like the, let's face it, the, the Xbox One exclusives this spring, they look fine. They look great, but they don't look the same as what we see on PlayStation. Just in terms of like pure look and graphics and stuff. And the Xbox One, One X is the more powerful console, but the games look better. God of War looks better, far better. Then see if these are state of decay too. So, they they need to do something there too to really show that thing off. But that that's asking a, a lot of them. Graham, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree that they do need like an exclusive action adventure um, with like RPG elements that does show off the power of the Xbox One X because. Mm-hmm. Their last conference, that's what their main focus was on, this the system that will have show the games the out of all the consoles. It'd be the best way to see your games in HDR, true 4K. And now they need games to back up that system because mm-hmm. basically it's not a lot of reason to get the system just for the graphics if the games aren't coming. So there's no doubt in my mind that Microsoft has got some surprises for us. I think that we'll have some IPs, and I think they will show us things that will be coming in the future, just so people are happy with their purchase and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about <laughs> Halo Six; that's could be a bit of a pipe dream for you, but that would be amazing. And uh, I don't know if that would win it for them alone, but if they have that, and they have some like surprises, and they they could potentially win it. But uh, they definitely need to have a strong showing because, like you said, they are limping out of the gate coming into this. So, um, But I'm kind of excited just because for the lack of information I know about this because we know a lot about Sony. We'll talk about that real soon. We know a lot of their games. They said what it's all going to be focused on. And really, we don't know what Microsoft has got up their sleeves. Like, There's been hints where... He, he was in Japan, and he was in, like, the region of where there's actually developers. So he might be picking up new developers. So, like Steven was saying, Lost Odyssey 2 mm-hmm. could be a potential. And there's a lot of people talking about Scalebound might be coming back. So they, they have the potential to win it. Um, but out of everything, they, they will be – they have the most potential of surprising us, I think. So I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to that. Okay. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't think Halo 6 necessarily is coming. But mm-hmm. I'm saying it needs to if they want to win. Mm-hmm. So, Not Gears 5? That won't do it for you? No. And it's really Halo's turn to go before Gears anyway. And I don't know if I want a Gears game on a two-year development cycle. Yeah. That's pretty quick. Um, the other thing we need, they need, is Crackdown 3 needs to be shown. And it needs to be significantly better and different than what we saw last year. Like, we didn't even mention that game. No, I thought about it, but I didn't mention yeah. it. <laughs> the the online actually looks halfway decent, but for for what they're working with, the single player looks garbage, and everybody is talking about how that game is such a massive, you know, disappointment last year. And they've really gone silent on that game for a long time. All they've come out and said is that it's not canceled. It's kind of sad when you have to come out and say that something isn't canceled. Mm-hmm. But 
that game needs to look a lot better. And it's got to have a concrete release date, and it has to be this fall. There's no way around that at this point. You can't now come out and say, well, the only thing we're going to have for you this fall is, you know, Forza Horizon 4. Crackdown's going to come out, like, next March. You can't, No way. That That is not going to win, and it'll Sony will wipe the floor with them this year if that's the case. Yeah, we didn't mention Ori as well. That game's coming out. Yeah, next year. it is. That's just not a console seller. No, and that's what they need. They need a console seller. Yeah. They really do. And it could be Fable Four. It could be if it's sure. done right. Yeah. Because like people think that is their best opportunity to do an adventure game, mm-hmm. like open world and stuff like that. So yeah. let's we'll see. All right. So let's head into the last one. The one that seems to come out victorious the majority of the time. And that's Sony. Sony will go Monday night. Microsoft will go Sunday afternoon. Sony, we know we're seeing the big four. And we talked about those on a previous show. Which of those are you most excited for, Steve? What are you looking to see from them? And, you know, what what counts as victory for them? Uh, I'm most excited to see the ghosts of, of Sashimi, Sashima. Okay. I can't ever pronounce that, that, that last <laughs> one. Um, just because like, I, I'm not a huge Last of Us fan. Um, and I don't think Death Stranding is coming anytime soon, nope. but I'm interested to see what happens with that, that ghost game. And I like Samurais are cool. So, you know, I, we, mm-hmm. we could see some potential. Um, I, I, I kind of don't want it to be like Neo, the one that came out last year. Um, and then... You know, Days Gone is, uh, and Spider-Man is awesome, and I will be getting it. So, I honestly think Sony's going to surprise us. I just don't know with what. Yeah. But they always do. I, I think this is just their little smoke show of, uh, we're only going to show these four games. No, you're not, Sony. Shut up. <laughs> you're you're going to show us, like, three other games that are going to get everyone hyped, and that's how you win. Yeah. And that's what I think is going to oh, happen. Totally. Is, is there any way, Steve, Microsoft actually beats them this year? That not any way unless, that you see. Not unless Microsoft comes out with like eight eight IPs that are coming in the next eight to twelve months. Cause yeah. no. Because like Death Stranding is just like just Hideo Kojima walks out on stage and everyone in the in the gaming media will be like, okay, Sony wins. Right? I know. <laughs> and maybe maybe like Phil Spencer could like abduct him or something and Yeah, there you, you go. Know. <laughs> but go like <laughs> like the mascot, like they did back. Yes, we we'll resort to illegal yeah. tactics. But <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just don't see it either. I I, I want them to not because I want Xbox to win. I just want it to be more of an even field because yeah. I think that competition makes everybody better. And you know, when we talk about like what would be disastrous for Microsoft. I think that would be kind of leaning on the Game Pass and. Um, backwards compatibility thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think you're on board with that. I I don't know how they win, though. I think they got to come out, and I think it's got to be something huge, like VR-type huge, with not just VR, but, like, because Sony already has that, but, like, real AAA games that you can only get on Xbox, something like Halo 6 on VR, um, Gears of War on VR, and they look like... They look if you play it just using the console. Like, no difference. And they work seamlessly. Like, that would go a long way. But when we talk about Sony, I agree with you, Steve. I'm looking forward to that uh, Ghost of Tsushima game. I I think it's the one I know the least about out of all of them. Because I know a lot about Spider-Man. I already know I'm buying Spider-Man, and I already know I'm probably buying Last of Us, and I know Death Stranding isn't coming out for a while. I do want to see what the collaboration piece of Death Stranding looks like, and hopefully they expand on that. As far as, like, Sony losing E3, like, what would it take for them to be a be a disaster? Like, just don't screw up. That's really it. They're the favorite going in. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I, I don't see a way for Sony to mess this up. Like, I just, I don't. It's mm-hmm. It's almost impossible for them to... Yeah. Um. There's no situ- scenario in my head that that would would mess would make them lose mm-hmm. whatever they show, unless like all the games are trash. I mean, that's kind of the if if the games are trash, then yeah, they they lose. But that's kind of been the 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 every every show. That's how they fail. If just the games suck, sure. but what? Microsoft has the biggest pressure on them. I Sony has yes. like zero. 
Yeah. Okay, let me ask you guys this. Would Sony still win if they say, okay, The Last of Us is not coming out for, I don't know, like we'll say two years. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima or Tsushima or whatever is not coming out for two years. Death Stranding is not coming out for two years. So Spider-Man is one that's coming out soon or like this year. And then maybe they'll say, well, then there's some other ones coming out whenever. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll still win? Yes. Or do you think they well, need... Early, I mean, like, in the in the court of public opinion, Graham, yes, because nobody's held them to the fire over getting games out quickly before. Yeah. Like they've shown games off that are coming out for years and years, and everybody's like, "Sony wins." They showed off amazing stuff. So, but in your, your guys' opinion, no. In, in my opinion, no. no. I, they need to get. I mean, we know Spider Man's this year. They need yeah. to get Last of Us out like early next year. I would say, um, at least one of those games out early next year. We know Death Stranding is probably going to be the last one we see out of that list of four. And remember, we're, we still have Days Gone sitting in there, too. Yeah. That we're going to see. So they have a lot coming. And I, Microsoft just doesn't. Uh, unless there's just some really cool stuff that we just know nothing about. And it's possible. There might be. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, well, it, they they were saying that uh, their focus is to get more games out, like, soon. Like in a shorter timeline, uh-huh. yeah. so I'm guessing there's gonna be a lot more IPs that are gonna be shown. Mm-hmm. Will there be game changers? I'm not sure. We'll see. That's the thing. They've got to stop like releasing a bunch of like secondary games and get out those console sellers. Yeah, because right now the games that they brag about are like the the nice like second grouping games to have. You know, like, you've got your God of Wars and your Horizon Zero Dawns and stuff like that. And then you've got your next level, too. And that might be where, like, Detroit Become Human fits in. Right? But Xbox doesn't have that top tier. Like, they rely on Halo and Gears to carry that top tier for them. And we're probably not getting either one of those this year. So, what... and, And really, it sucks because they're both shooters... That doesn't appeal to a broad base of player. Yep. They, they just need more um, to compete. And I, th- I, th- I do think we're going to see some stuff from them. And again, no predictions. We'll do that next episode. But I, I think they, they're going to have more because they have to have more. Yeah. And Graham, in that situation you just announced with the two years from now, um, I think Bethesda would win, in my opinion. But I think still, like Tyler said, the court of public opinion will crown Sony the champion. Yep. So just kind of, of course I'm, yeah, I'm, even, I'm assuming Bethesda does what I was predicting earlier and brings like eight hidden games to the table. I mean, but. Even, even last year, guys, we did E3 coverage and we covered the Sony show. It was okay. It was disappointing though. It was really, it was much shorter than normal for them and they didn't show off a whole lot. It just wasn't a normal Sony show. And we were like, they did okay. But then right after the show, we see some like kind of post-show coverage from some of the bigger, you know, video game journalists. And they're like, that is the best thing that's ever happened at E3. <laughs> I know. It blew my mind when I'm like, what? Did, I was like, did, what he, you... did they watch something different? I know. Did you watch like last year's <laughs> when we were watching this year's? I, I don't know. I But I do think there's that out there. So I, I think there's different standards for different companies with stuff. I think mm-hmm. like... And I don't even think Microsoft gets it the worst. I think EA gets it the worst. I think EA's looked at it through a skeptical lens for everything they say and do. And but they brought that on themselves. They, in a lot of ways, they did. In a lot of ways, they did. Now, they have worked hard, though, to kind of come back from that in the last few years. And and let's be honest. like They weren't the first or the last to do the microtransactions. No, but they were the first to really get caught <laughs> yeah i mean but that's because like, that's because people. like everything with them is looked at a little differently right so yeah. and, and, and they, the they paid the price game. yeah and it was attached to star wars game you're right so they paid the price but i, I think the same thing i think i i think out of the, the three big console makers i think microsoft kind of gets the the raw deal in terms of the court of public opinion i think they they get away with a lot less and they get much less benefit of the doubt than yeah. Nintendo or Sony does. So they have more to prove and they have a higher bar to prove it. 
than the others do. So, you know, tough mission for them this year. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they do, though. Yes, I, I think their conference will be the the most interesting to watch. Them yeah. and Bethesda are the two I, I would say the best. The yeah. other the other ones I I really don't care. The two all that, that much. we know least about is Microsoft and Bethesda. Yeah, and that's why I care the most about them. To well, me, Square Enix because Kingdom Hearts, but yeah. other than that. <laughs> but to me, the one I'm looking forward to most is Microsoft by a mile because, like Bethesda, always comes through with something. They wouldn't be having the longest show they've had if they didn't have something. And they're really good at keeping stuff secret. Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft has so much to prove. And so much is at stake for them. And that's what I want to ask you guys. Like, which company has the most at stake in two weeks when E3 starts? Oh, it's Microsoft. Yeah, I agree. It's Microsoft all the way. Which company Hands has down. the least at stake? Sony. Yeah, I kind of think Sony. Um, I, I was going to say Bethesda, but I do think it's Sony. It's probably Sony because they're the bigger company. So they yeah. can they they can handle it or whatever. Yeah. Like Bethesda is pretty big too. So but, but I'll say Sony. Yeah. And I agree. And that just tells you what type of hill Microsoft has to climb this year. No. Yeah, they got their hiking boots. So yeah. if Microsoft does well, I mean, I feel like Sony's kind of sitting back and being a little complacent. And and if 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 Microsoft comes out a swinging, then you know Sony could be in trouble this year of of yeah. losing. But again, you know they do have Hideo Kojima, and that just automatically makes them the winners. <laughs> <laughs> For some people, yes. So anything Personally, else? I would like to, yeah, go ahead, like to see. Microsoft win it. Somebody different for once, because it's always yeah. Sony, Sony, Sony. Let Microsoft. And we never mentioned anything about VR either. Like Microsoft has that potential as well. Yeah. I mean, I brought it up real briefly. Like, if they bring that out, that would be go a long way. But uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's more for a prediction segment because yeah. they they haven't even said a word about it, and I I'm to the point where I kind of doubt it, but you never know. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, anything else on Sony, you guys? No. All no, right. I'm, I'm good. All right, let's get out of here then. So, guys, that's been our coverage of uh, E3, like, uh, preview for this year, for 2018. And this is just the beginning of a lot of E3 stuff that you're going to hear from us over the next uh, two to three weeks. So, next week on episode 99, we'll have E3 predictions, where we'll run through and kind of make uh, some predictions for the show, including one really bold prediction each that probably won't ever happen. And then after that, during E3, we'll have coverage for every single press conference that occurs. Pre-show and post-show. Pre-show will be live on Twitch. Post-show will be found right here on iTunes, CastBox, wherever you listen to podcasts on. But for now, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll be back with episode 99 later this week. Well, everybody, have a great week. Play some great games. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.